Hi there, listener. It's Matthew. You've come looking for an episode of the Children's Book Podcast, and you've found it. Hooray! But you're probably wondering why the name of the podcast has changed. After eight years of doing the Children's Book Podcast, I began a new career as head of podcasts at A Kid's Company About, where I now oversee a podcast network dedicated to producing original content that talks up to kids, centers the things going on in their world, and engages and challenges how they see the world and themselves. All of the episodes of the Children's Book Podcast are still here, but now, if you're subscribed, you'll get new episodes of Worth Noting, a kid's podcast about current events, hosted by me. Something for you and the young people in your life to enjoy together. Enjoy this episode, and I hope you'll check out Worth Noting and other podcasts from a kid's company about... Support for the Children's Book Podcast comes from listeners like you. Learn how you can support the show and get exclusive access to podcast episodes not released to the public by visiting patreon.com slash Matthew C. Winner. And being a Jewish writer who writes about Jewish books, I think it's really important that we have something special for books that have Jewish content, something that Jewish children can look to as a mirror and other children can look to as a window. Introducing the winners of the 2020 Sydney Taylor Book Award. This is the Children's Book Podcast, episode number 567, I'm your host, Matthew Winner. There are countless individuals working throughout publishing to center historically marginalized voices. Perhaps none do it more publicly or with greater lasting impact than those serving on award committees through the Association for Library Service to Children, or ALSC. That's the branch of the American Library Association responsible for awarding medals such as the Newberry, the Caldecott, the Coretta Scott King, the Pora Belpre, the Stonewall, and many others. These medals often have direct correlation to what librarians purchase for their library collections. These medals drive book sales. These medals help to assure the book's availability in print for years to come. Today's episode features the 2020 Sydney Taylor Book Award Chair, along with a handful of the award winners named by the Association of Jewish Libraries, an affiliate of the ALA. I've linked to the full list of winners and honors in the show notes, and I encourage you to check out this exceptional list of books recognized by the committee. Please welcome my guest, Rebecca Levitan, chair of the Sydney Taylor Book Awards, along with select medal and honor winners. My name is Rebecca Levitan. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, hers. Um, I am a public librarian with Baltimore County Public Libraries, and I am also the chair of the Sydney Taylor Book Award Committee. And you are currently rocking a baby on your shoulder. I'm currently rocking a baby on my shoulder. <laughs> rocking and rocking. Um, <laughs> well, um, as I said off recording, thank you so much again for this opportunity to talk to you, to talk to you about the Sydney Taylor Book Awards, these great winners, and a little bit of insight about how you and your your committee got to these winners. 
Okay. Which is which is a lot to cover in a short amount of time. But after we talk, they're going to get to hear the voices of, of some of these winners and honorees. And that's a big deal. So first, in your words, my friend, could you please share what is the Sydney Taylor Book Award? So the Sydney Taylor Book Award is an award given by the Association of Jewish Libraries um, it, for Jewish, for children's literature that um, authentically portrays the Jewish experience while also being of literary merit. Um, it is named in honor of Sydney Taylor, the author of the All of a Kind Family books. Um, and it is actually sponsored by her daughter, Joe Taylor Marshall, who's just a delight to talk to. I don't think I realized it was sponsored by her daughter. That's very cool. Yes. The award can go so, to uh, any individual, Jewish or not. Um, but it is a U.S. resident, correct? As with the other uh, awards. I know you're, yeah, go ahead. Yes, it will. Okay, so it can, be, it can be given to any author, Jewish or not. Um, it has to be for um, something published in English. Wow. Okay. Um, so translations are fine. And we've had translations before, actually. Um, a couple of years ago, I think we had a, an honoree that, um, like, the original author was, I want to say, maybe Danish and um, actually Arthur Levine had uh, had published that translation and that one. Um, so yeah, as long as it's in English and available commercially in the U S and that <laughs> makes it eligible. Nice. Well, you, you've had um, opportunity to highlight a, a good number of beautiful books and I'll make sure that I link to that, that full list in the show notes it was, as I said, really super cool to uh, be watching you and your committee and the selections you had announced live at the Youth Media Awards and then to see you all stand up and wave as we cheered for you. And by yeah. we, I mean my students were also cheering for all of the award committees. So you had people oh. virtually as well as in the room cheering for you and the great books you selected. So yay! Yeah, it was a huge thrill to see all our winners and honorees up there on the on the screen. That's it's it's just awesome that we have so many um, widely diverse and representative book awards through ALA and through these affiliates, and um, that that you all get to spend time lifting them up. I know that um, from from. From another one of my friends um, that that serves on your committee, that um, that reading Jewish literature and what is currently being published can also mean reading some really really heavy novels. And yes, actually, when I went to ALA, I interviewed Arthur A. Levine, and I think that interview will go up at the end of the week of this <laughs> this airs. Um, but he was he made a comment about. Um, our our need to have better representation in Jewish literature, not just um, portraying dead Jews. That a lot yeah. of the stories seem to be like a lot of our American publishing fascination seems to be on these stories of of Jewish individuals in the past and not uh, contemporary stories. Not that that doesn't mean that these um, that that Holocaust stories or Passover stories or or whichever historical context maybe we're pulling from aren't of of merit, but that it's also hopefully a, a place that publishing is driving toward to have more contemporary representation as well. 
Yeah, it it actually gave me a lot of hope this year because with our submissions, um, we had a lot of young adult books and I'd say a fair amount of middle grade books that had like very casual Jewish representation. Um, So like not it didn't feel like Jewish enough to be eligible for the award, but it had a Jewish character who wore a Magin David or had a um, had a bar mitzvah or, or something like that. Um, and actually, the, I'll keep tell, talking about this because this just thrilled me. Was we actually had three contemporary young adult romance novels that uh, both protagonists were Jewish, which is huge. That's awesome. I think I actually heard you talk about it on the Book of Life podcast, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But that is something yeah. you should be saying over and over because that is huge. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. It was just like just to have contemporary romances like we haven't had enough of those and to have both protagonists be Jewish instead of, and I, and not to knock any intermarried couples or anything like that, but to have two Jews find each other in, in these stories was just so heartwarming for me. I, I love hearing that. I also love the phrase that you threw out casual Jewish representation. Yes. <laughs> I like that. We're well, at that a, one... obviously that we're at a place that yeah. you can even name that and feel like it was a positive representation as well. Um, yes. Just not maybe fitting for the award, but something that, right. that you'll still be talking about is that's good stuff. It definitely is. So tell me about um, just a little bit about the, the, the pride you feel toward specific or just general um, honorees and winners this year um, and how you feel like that, uh, is going to impact what our libraries can look like, the potential um, for how this can reach our students in our libraries. Well, so for our winners, um, The Book Rescuer and White Bird and um, Someday We Will Fly, they're all really, really well done. And I I have to admit that it's a huge thrill to be awarding um, RJ Palacio because she wrote The Wonder Books and sort of having a really big name attached to um, our our award, and actually when I called her to to you know let her know, she was I think the most excited of anyone I called to let them know. <laughs> she was thrilled. She was she was honored. She felt it was very validating, um, which was really nice for us. Um, and for honor books, I actually really loved. Um, Anya and the Dragon by Sophia Pasternak. Um, Great fantasy, fun, heartwarming, Jewish. It was just fantastic. I'm so excited for her next book. Um, So I'm really proud of the list that we put out this year. Your pride in this list, combined with the, the faith and trust that librarians have in in purchasing books that are recognized by awards, I think really will translate to uh, not just this year, but over time, uh, hopefully continued uh, improved representation in on all counts, but especially for the great work you're doing with the Sydney Taylor Book Award. So thank you to you and your committee for doing all of that. Thank you. I love also, just quick aside, that a graphic novel is recognized. 
I know. This is a great year for graphic novels, but to have White Bird was like, yes. Yeah. I was just so happy when um, when our committee settled on that one, I was like, you know, not only is it a great story, but it's this beautiful, beautiful graphic novel. It's so well done. Um, and like you said, graphic novels have, are, like had their moment this year. With New Kid is just phenomenal. You know what else is wild? That's one of the few graphic novels that I've listened to as well. It's an, There's an audiobook adaptation that's really phenomenal and is a really neat way to... Well, I was going to say to revisit the book because I had read it first and then listened to the audio. But I would imagine as well, students who are reading the graphic novel and and listening along to the audio while they're doing it, that would be a really a neat experience. Or for those uh, individuals that uh, are visually impaired, they're a- another accessible way to to read this, this novel, this graphic novel, um, and make it accessible to all. So yay on all counts for publishing this year. Good job, folks. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a very <laughs> bizarre question, I think. And just stop me if this is going too far. But um, as a Jewish individual who does such a great job lifting up great representation when you have that opportunity and hearing you talk about um, these Jewish romance stories and things like that, I would love to ask what generally speaking, would you love to see more of? Is it more of graphic novels, of romance, of what What? What would you love to see more folks doing well, doing authentically, but doing more of? More of? I would love to see more uh, contemporary stories. Like you said, we have so many books that are like rooted in these historic, um, you know, episodes that but we we live past those. I want more contemporary stories. I want more fantasy. Um, I want more funny books. You know, we we there's there's something to be said about Jewish humor, and I think we need to put more of that out there. Um, and you know, just just like every other you know book that's popular, there can be a Jewish story in there somewhere. We just need those authors to be recognized. I love that. So I'm going to ask you, Rebecca, the question that I, I always save for my guests. And I believe I did ask you last year as well. Um, uh, from one librarian to the next, I will see a library full of children tomorrow morning. Is there a message that I can bring to them from you? From me? Uh, well, that's interesting because I'm actually going back to work tomorrow after maternity leave. So oh. I too will be... <laughs> In the library, and, and and what message can I bring? Try something new. Try, try a graphic novel if you haven't done that. Try a fantasy book if you haven't tried those. You never know. There's something really comforting about reading sort of the same things over and over, but you might find that you know something else captures your imagination also. Okay, and on that note, let's hear from some of the winners and honorees of the 2020 Sydney Taylor Book Awards, uh, potentially some books that'll be new for you to enjoy and try as well. First, we have author Sue Macy and illustrator Stacey Innerst sharing about The Book Rescuer, 
how a mensch from Massachusetts saved Yiddish literature for generations to come, the picture book winner of the 2020 Sidney Taylor Book Awards. Hi, Matthew. Thanks for uh, giving me the chance to answer these questions for your podcast. Okay, the first question, what does it mean to, to you to have your book recognized by the 2020 Sidney Taylor Book Award Committee? Well, it's an enormous compliment. I so appreciate all the work that the committee does reading so many books, and the fact that they decided our book deserved recognition is really humbling and overwhelming. The award will also make more people aware of Aaron Lansky's story and hopefully motivate kids and their families to consider the importance of the Yiddish language and of literature written in Yiddish. And the second question, in your own words, what is the importance of the Sidney Taylor Book Awards for our readers today? First of all, how great is it to see Jewish books being honored at the Youth Media Awards? Representation matters. The Sidney Taylor Book Awards give visibility to Jewish books, not just at the award ceremony, but throughout the year by setting a standard for authors and publishers and developing lists of recommended books for kids and their families. I'm Stacy Innerst, illustrator of the book Rescuer by Sue Macy. I was so gratified uh, that the book Rescuer had been recognized by the Sidney Taylor Award Committee largely because it's an award that's given for authenticity, for authentically portraying the Jewish experience. And that was my goal in making the pictures for this book was to portray two worlds, the old world that Aaron Lansky was trying to preserve and the new world that was going to welcome this literature from from the Yiddish past. And I'm also very pleased that a book about someone who is not a household name necessarily, who's not a rock star, who's not a, a movie star, uh, just someone who did something simple and profound and meaningful in their life and uh, made a big difference. And by preserving that literature, he preserved a culture and a history and a language. And when you preserve language, you're preserving people and you're preserving thought. And uh, I'm just so pleased that this book was recognized in this way. And I'm also glad that maybe this award will make it possible for the book to find its way into uh, more children's hands. The Sidney Taylor Book Award, I think, has particular significance in the world today where rising anti-Semitism and cultural divisions and misunderstandings are, have become so pervasive. Um, I think kids are aware of it. They see it. They see it in their lives. They see it in media. And I think... 
The beauty of an award such as this is that it can cast a light on books that give a human face and give a human voice to subjects that kids might not otherwise see in their day-to-day lives. Two thousand twenty Sydney Taylor Book Award Young Adult Winner, Rachel Devoskin, author of Someday We Will Fly. I have loved Sydney Taylor's books my entire life. I read the All of a Kind Family books when I was a little kid, and I was ecstatic to reread them to my own little girls. I love the world that Sydney Taylor created and the dignity she gives the stories of children. I feel like she approached their struggles and thoughts and interior lives with such seriousness and care. And in a way, it gave me permission as a little kid to give myself serious consideration. And it made me as a writer feel like it was a worthy endeavor to try to write transcendent literature about and for young people. So it's hard to overstate how much it means to me to have an award with Sydney Taylor's name on it, to feel like she's associated in some way with my thinking about reading and writing. One of the most beautiful aspects of her books has always been for me the way she thinks about readers. A library book is so precious in her world. And she has the sense, I think, of the way in which reading gives us access to experiences that aren't ours, but are essential for our understanding of what it means to be a human being. My little girls are wearing the gold book award stickers on their clothing around the house. So that gives a sense of the magnitude of joy in my family over the Sydney Taylor Book Award. The Sydney Taylor Book Award is really important, not just because it brings books to readers and readers to books, although that's a glorious outcome, but also because it takes into consideration the experiences of children in particular and the Jewish experience and deepens a global conversation that we need to be having about empathy, about how to experience somebody else's perspective, somebody else's suffering, somebody else's joy and fear and beauty with full compassion and an open mind. And I think that awards like this are especially necessary in this tricky moment when we're losing track of how to empathize with each other and how to imagine each other's lives carefully. Two thousand twenty Sydney Taylor Book Award Picture Book Honor for Gittel's Journey, an Ellis Island story, as well as the Body of Work Award winner, Leslie Newman. I was so pleased to get the call about the Sydney Taylor honor, especially for Giddle's journey in Ellis Island story, because that book is such a book from my heart. It's about my own family immigration story. And my Aunt Phyllis, who is about to turn 92, is the daughter of the real Giddle. So to be able to share this news with her was just so spectacular. She is so thrilled that her mother's story 
is something that is now being read and discussed by children all over the country. And when I think about her mother as a little girl on a big ship all by herself coming to America, leaving everything she knew and everyone she loved behind to start a new life all by herself, I am sure she could never have imagined that her story of courage would be such an inspiration to so many children all over the country. So to be recognized in this way, it's hard to put into words how much it means to me. I'll just say that when I got the phone call, I cried. What does the Sydney Taylor Award mean? I think it's so important for all children to know that their cultures are validated. And so in my case, having a book that is universal in many ways, but also very specific to my own Jewish culture and being a Jewish writer who writes about Jewish books, I think it's really important that we have something special for books that have Jewish content. That's just something that Jewish children can look to as a mirror and other children can look to as a window. And of course, you know, Dr. Um, Rudine Sims Bishop has put that concept out into the world and it's part of the vernacular and it's so important. So I'm absolutely thrilled that this award exists, that I've been a recipient of the honor as well as the Body of Work Award. And um, that's pretty much all I have to say about it. Thanks, Matthew. 2020 Sydney Taylor Book Award middle grade honor, Andrew Marinus, author of Games of Deception, the true story of the first U.S. Olympic basketball team at the 1936 Olympics in Hitler's Germany. Matthew, this is Andrew Marinus answering the two questions about the Sydney Taylor Book Award. Uh, the first one is, what does it mean to you to have your book recognized by the 2020 Sydney Taylor Book Award uh, Committee? And it meant so much to me to get the call from Rebecca and hear that Games of Deception had been selected as one of the honor books uh, for the Sydney Taylor Book Award this year. It was a great surprise, um, just a really nice feeling to have uh, a book that men means a lot to me recognized. Um, you know, and it's a book about basketball and the Olympics in some ways. It's a story of the first U.S. Olympic basketball team, which played at the 1936 Olympics in Nazi Germany. Um, and my whole attitude in writing books for young people that involve sports is that they're about more than sports, you know, but that's sometimes an uphill climb in convincing uh, some people that sports books are legitimate books and that they can teach us a lot about history and human nature. Um, and this book um, deals with the, the, the road to the Holocaust, um, but also uh, comparisons of anti-Semitism in Germany and in the United States and racism in the United States and the atmosphere in the world in the mid-1930s um, that created the conditions that, that led to the Holocaust. And to, to see um, a book that's ostensibly about sports receive a Sidney Taylor Award, um, it just means the world to me. And in some ways, it, it legit, legitimizes the book and validates my career. So I'm, I'm really grateful for it. And the second question was, in your own words, what is the importance of the Sydney Taylor Book Awards for our readers today? 
um, obviously, like other authors and librarians and teachers and anyone that's really aware of the awards, we understand how li- important literacy is and how important it is for young people to be reading and to find books that reflect the world that they're living in, but also give them windows into other uh, diverse communities that they may not be living with or have access to every day, you know? And so um, I think that these awards give sort of a really um, well understood seal of approval uh, to books that teachers and librarians and students know they can count on that these are going to be um, really good, interesting um, books. Um, I would say also that more specifically in terms of books that deal with the Holocaust, um, like mine does, I think that unfortunately the times we're living in right now, um, these are important lessons for young people to learn about. How did, what were the conditions that led to that? How, how did this uh, horrible period in world history happen? How can we prevent it from ever happening again? And I think that by shining a light on those types of books, um, the Sidney Taylor Awards are putting the right hands into kids at the, at the right moment in time. last but certainly not least, 2020 Sidney Taylor Book Award Young Adult Honor, Victoria Ortiz, author of Dissenter on the Bench. Well, it really means the world to me. It's one thing when my friends and family members praise my work. It's a totally different thing when a committee of dedicated and knowledgeable professionals who are totally unknown to me honor my work for the qualities and strengths which I hoped would be manifest in it. This acknowledgement is truly empowering. Young readers today, more than ever, need to learn deeply about our world, past and present, with all its ups and downs, with all the human struggles, failures, and victories that characterize that world. The Sidney Taylor Book Awards play an important part in highlighting for our young readers works which, in myriad different ways, expose them to the patchwork reality that is human existence. Thank you to Rebecca Levitan, and to all of the Sydney Taylor Book Award winners, honors, and notables, those that shared your voice today and those that weren't able to but shared your books with all of us. Thank you for helping to make children's publishing better, stronger, more representative, and more for everyone. Children's Book Podcast is recorded and produced by me, Matthew Winner, in my library studio in Ellicott City, Maryland. You can subscribe to the podcast and access the archive of over 550 episodes at matthewcwinner.com slash podcast. Our theme music is by Poddington Bear, care of the Free Music Archive. All views and opinions expressed on the show are those of the individuals and do not reflect the ideas or viewpoints of the publishers of the books referenced. Want to help out the show? Writing a review on iTunes or sharing the podcast with friends through Facebook, Twitter, word of mouth, or any other means helps reach more listeners, which leads to more content and more amazing guests. 
And that's a very good thing indeed. We know you value what you put in front of your kids, especially when it comes to screens and podcasts. That's why we're excited to share a new podcast from our friends at Sleepiest, creating bedtime stories to help your kids fall asleep fast. Hello, Abby here. If you've got children and find bedtimes a struggle, I'd like to tell you about Coco Sleep, a children's story podcast designed to make bedtime a dream. Coco Sleep turns a chaotic bedtime into cozy bonding time. The stories are delivered in a pace that gently slows. Rumour has it that no one's ever heard an ending. So search Coco Sleep on your favourite podcast app and let's make bedtime a dream. That's K-O-K-O Sleep and I'll see you there.